Welcome to the 78th episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is April 27th. How are you guys doing? I hope this finds you doing good. Spring is finally sprung in Wisconsin. Yay! After the longest winter it felt like in history, we finally think that we have turned the corner. It's almost May. So we're just really praying that we're finally in spring, able to go outside, enjoy the sunshine and the warm weather. And um, it's just been really long. It's been really, I think this is the third snowiest winter we've ever had in history of Wisconsin. So let's just say this is a long time at coming and we're really, really grateful and have a whole new appreciation for the seasons. <laughs> There's lots going on. I know it's the end of the school year. There's lots and lots of activities that are going on, wrapping up. Uh, we have a daughter that is graduating this year and we're preparing for that and we're getting ready to celebrate her. There's so many special moments that are going on and I'm just trying to cherish each and every one in the midst of a lot going on at the same time. I'm very thankful to all of you for sharing this this podcast, for sharing this platform. I'm just so grateful to the Lord for him giving me the opportunity to share about him and to give other opportunities to share about what Jesus is doing in their life or in their ministry. I really appreciate you sharing the podcast. The more people get to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. As we're talking about things coming to the close of the end of the year, summer's approaching, we're getting ready to go to the Democratic Republic of Congo. I am taking my daughter, one of my daughters with me, and I'm taking another young lady with me from Iowa. We're going to be going to the DRC, and we're just praying for all the ways the Lord wants to use us there. I'm just so excited to have opportunities to encourage teachers at an orphanage that we partner with, just to encourage them how to teach with minimal resources, how to think outside the box, um, how to encourage the students that are there and to encourage the teachers too. We'll also be doing a basketball ministry, which I'm really excited for with the children at the orphanage there and um, sharing the gospel too. So just so excited for all the ways that God wants to use us and the opportunities that he's giving us to share and make much of him there. As you can hear and kind of what's going on, you know, the end of the year and getting ready to go to Congo. There's just a lot going on. I'm just going to be honest, and graduations and end of the school year as a teacher, there's just many, many things. And the Lord said to me these three words, rest, rest, rest. He told me these words two weeks ago in my quiet time. I happened to be crying too, and I didn't really know why. I was just weeping. After the Lord said these words to me, I realized that I was tired. I had been pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and I was really in need of rest. Why is it such a struggle for us as people to find rest? Or maybe I'm just the only one speaking from this perspective, but I do think there are a lot of people that can identify with me and struggle with this too. As you know, I'm a mom of four blessings. Our oldest is 20, our youngest is 13. One of our children has special learning needs. The other one has multiple medical problems. We homeschool. I teach at a co-op two days a week. We're blessed to host a church house on Sundays. We have small group and youth group on Wednesdays. Our kids are active in sports and play year-round. And blessed and honored to have this podcast. 
as you maybe can see that I struggle with finding time to rest. Every morning, I have my Bible time for however long. It's my most cherished times of the day, and I was considering that my rest, where I was filling up on the Lord, um, being equipped for the day, and I was sitting, and I was being quiet. But I think God was wanting me to do more, and my body and everything else was telling me that I had been running pretty hard. And why do we find this so difficult to be able to carve out time to rest? I think there's a pull of just many different kinds of responsibilities that come out at us, managing different schedules, loving, serving, giving, ministry, work, meals, driving children, homeschooling, cleaning, and the list could go on and on and on. Adrian Rogers said, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. I mean, when I read that quote, I was like, oh my, that is so very, very true. It stopped me in my tracks. I just took attention and I was like, that's absolutely spot on. If he can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. So why is it so important to have this practice of rest in our busy nonstop culture? Well, I think we just kind of talked about it just a minute ago. The enemy will make us so busy that we will physically not be able to continue doing what God asks us to do. And then sometimes we can get filled with anxiety or stress or worry. And we can just not be able to function in the way and be healthy and balanced. Especially you see this in the American culture. We really don't ever really talk about this topic a lot. It's really pretty countercultural. Many other cultures have, like the Mexican and the Spanish culture, they have a, a siesta where they actually go home from work and go and have like an hour or two where they're at home, they eat and they take a little nap and then they go back to their work. Other cultures I know, like European cultures, they sit around having fellowship and having dinner together every night and they're not running constantly after their work schedule. They stay up and just visit and socialize. I just think our American culture, we run, run, run pretty much. We run, we go, we do. That is why I think it's so important that this topic of rest be talked about and practiced more than ever. And I want to make sure you guys know that this is all the things that God's teaching me. It's because I don't do this very well. <laughs> I am telling you the different times that God has told me the same thing. And um, I'm a slow learner. And, or I think I am doing it. But God is trying to take me into a deeper rest. It's something different than what I'm thinking. So I want to be able to do all that God asks of me. And I need to be able to do it in a way that honors and glorifies God. So what does biblical rest look like? It's not only something we do for our mind, our body, our soul, and spirit. But it's a form of worship. And a way to express more of Jesus' love for us. Deep rest is when we completely trust in the sovereignty of God and lean into his Holy Spirit, even in the midst of the craziest situations. I absolutely love that definition. Rest is a form of worship. I have to tell you, I've never, ever, ever thought of rest as worship. Really? A way to experience more of Jesus' love for us? Trusting him more in his sovereignty and leaning into the Holy Spirit in our crazy, crazy, busy lives.
Let's look at Genesis 2, 1 through 3. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, sanctified it because in his rest, he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. God of the universe rested from all his creating? Was he tired? No, God doesn't get tired. He was giving us an example that we're to follow. If God thought it was important enough for us to show us this example, how much more should we do this? And we see multiple times in the Bible where Jesus left the disciples in the New Testament. He left the disciples to go off and pray and have quiet time. He went off to have time one-on-one with the Savior. Um, Savior. He is the Savior. (laughs) With God, the Father. And he had time to pray and pull away from all that was pulling on him, which I can only imagine as you read in the Word, he served and gave nonstop. But he also pulled off and had time to equip himself and fill up on his time with the Lord. So I just think how much more is that an example for all of us that we need to do this? This is really more like Nicole. You need to do this. This, this podcast is for me. I tell you, I, I share with you guys what God always teaches me. He has to teach me first. Doesn't mean I have it down. It means that he's sharing it with me. He's imprinting it on my heart. He's saying, Nicole, I want you to do this. I want you to implement this in your life. And I am no master at this at all. I am a work in progress who usually God has to sit down and say, Nicole, it's time. Your body's telling you you need to rest. Your emotions are telling you you need to rest. Your mind's telling you you need to rest. Now rest. That's why God said it to me three times. Three times just for Nicole, right? Just to get this lesson as I'm trying to. And I admit the concept of this is really new and not new, but it's new in the way that he approaches it with me each time. The message is still the same, but the way he approaches it with me is different. And he's saying, Nicole, take time. Take time. In this season, take time to pause and rest. And what does that look like for me? So here's the question. Are you taking a Sabbath? What does Sabbath rest look like for you? How can you practically implement this practice? And I've tried this different times in my life. I've tried taking a Sabbath rest. I've tried to do it on Sunday, you know, not work and not do things. Uh, I don't, because when you have a church house, you are working on Sundays and cleaning and cooking and baking and hosting and all these things and setting up. So that doesn't really work. So I'm trying a new strategy. I'm taking half of Wednesday morning. So from when I get up earlier to have my Bible time and taking half of that early morning to early afternoon, that's my Sabbath. I'm just trying this. Mind you, how many times have I implemented it? Maybe twice. So it's really new. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to do things that are for me, like first and foremost, time in the word, listening to worship, praising the Lord, prayer, sitting outside, maybe even going for a walk, taking a nap, even an early nap in the day. It's all good. I am just trying to implement, and I don't think Sabbath has to be on a Sunday. You can take it whatever day of the week or for however long or how that might like look like for you. 
So I want to challenge all of us. I want to challenge us to take this rest that helps us to recharge, to re-energize us, and to be able to hear from the Lord and do all the things that God is asking us to do. And we want to do it well. We don't want to be burned out. We don't want to be frazzled. We don't want to uh, resent ministry or the things that he's calling us to because we're so tired. And this is where God's saying, Nicole, you need to implement this. If you're going to pour out all this way, you need to implement this time of intentional rest. So I want to challenge you guys with that today because I'm challenging myself. I want to challenge you with taking that intentional time, however that looks for you. You can ask the Lord what that looks like to have some time to rest and to recharge so that you can do all the things that God has asked of you and wants you to do. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you for this day, King Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, your kindness to us. I thank you for your patience with us. Some of us, speaking of myself, have to learn these lessons over and over again. And you're so gracious with us, Lord God, who sometimes take a long time to learn. And Jesus, I just ask that you would forgive us of our sins, forgive me of my sins, of just running, going, doing too much, Lord, and not always listening and obeying when you have told me to sit down and rest. So I just ask that you would forgive me and wash me clean, Lord, and just help us, Lord. Help us to intentionally do that, to take time to do that, and help us to grow in this, Lord Jesus. Why is that so hard? And um, I don't know why. Just as we studied, our culture is different. That goes, go, goes. But then we also can get burned out too, Lord Jesus. And, and we don't want to do that. We want to do all the things you ask us to do. We want to finish the race well. We want to honor you. We want to glorify you. And we know that, as I've been learning, it's a form of worship. Just as when we sing to you, Lord, rest is a form of worship so that we can honor you, glorify you, rest in you, that you have all things in your hand and that we can trust you with them, Lord, and that we don't always have to be on. We don't always have to be doing. We don't always have to be going. We can just rest and be. Help me. I'm speaking of this in myself. <laughs> Help the listeners, Lord. Do this too, Lord Jesus, as we all grow and learn this together. We thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us, Lord. Taking our sins upon yourself, the sinless one. Taking the dear, all the sins of all mankind on, your, on yourself, Lord Jesus. Nailing them to the cross. You died the most horrific death that no one could even express, Lord. And you did it for us, Lord, giving us the opportunity to have a personal relationship with you and put our faith in you, Jesus. On the third day, you rose again. You're alive. You're a living God who hears our prayers, who moves on our behalf, who is faithful, righteous, and good, and who wants to have a relationship with us. So Heavenly Father, touch our lives, speak into us, Holy Spirit. If someone doesn't know you today who is listening to this prayer, Father God, I pray that they would put their faith in you, Jesus. They would say, if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe that he died and rose again on the third day, we can live in eternity with you. We will be saved. So Father God, I pray that for the people that are listening today. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you for teaching us and growing us always. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is part one of our talk on rest. Next time, my sister Lindsay will join me as we will talk about rest pertaining to homeschooling. That almost seems like how can you have rest in homeschooling? So we're going to talk about that together. So this is part one, 
And then I'm excited to have my sister join me for part two. Thank you for joining me on my pod, on this podcast. It's uh, my prayer that you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior and that you be encouraged in your walk with him. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.